If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey everybody, welcome back to Games with Bill. On today's episode, I'm just going to be talking about the Xbox uh, presentation. I obviously can't hit everything that happened in the presentation because, good God, there was a lot. Uh, I'm just going to go through the things that jumped out at me as the most or the games that I'm most excited about. I want to start off by saying there was a general theme that went throughout the entire presentation, and that theme was... Play it on day one with Game Pass. Now, is that true for every single thing? No, but holy cow, there were so many games that they announced that were going to be available for us day one if you are a subscriber to Game Pass. This didn't feel like an Xbox show. It felt like the Game Pass show. And I've said for a very, very long time that that Xbox Game Pass is the best deal in gaming, and it just keeps getting better. I really, really like this business model. It works really, really well for me. And we do know that this business model is going to change slightly as we move forward. Apparently, it's going to start to make it so that you can use Xbox um, Cloud Gaming with um the games that you've purchased i don't know if that's going to be for every single game but that's like my biggest hang up when it comes to game pass is the fact that when you subscribe to it you can only do the cloud stuff using games that are on game pass not games that you've purchased so hopefully hopefully that change comes soon because man there's a lot to unpack from this um from from this uh, xbox/bethesda event I want to start with Redfall. Redfall is this upcoming uh, vampire-style game. And I have to say that overall, this game looks really, really fantastic. I loved the dialogue as the as the the, the person, the voice actress was uh, playing this character as they were moving through this, like, vampire's den or whatever. They were saying the kind of things that I feel like I would be saying as I play the game. Like, as I'm moving through, I'd be like, oh my God, what was that? And it just, it felt very authentic. And I really, really like the way that this game, not only like its graphics and everything, but I like the way that the gameplay seems to hook you. There's this one moment later on in the trailer where the the main character that they're showing off in this particular uh, trailer she puts down like an elevator and the other characters can use that elevator to jump up really high which is really cool there's there's all of these different classes that you can play as and each one has its own strengths and weak weaknesses and it just seems 
really interesting to me. I love the idea of this vampire, uh, vampire left for dead, which is essentially what this feels like to me. I think the game looks beautiful. And again, like I said before, this is a game that is day one with game pass. Uh, before we move on to anything else, I want to say a quick thank you to this, this episode's sponsor. Let's do that now. Let's take a moment to thank the sponsor of this show. I've always said that you should use the right tool for the job. Can you trim your lawn with a pair of scissors? I mean, sure. But should you? Probably not. Speaking of trimming, support for Games with Bill is brought to you by Manscaped. What's Manscaped? They're the men's grooming company that has a serious sense of humor. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for all your men's hygiene needs. And they recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for my listeners. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code GWB at checkout. The performance package includes their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer with two guards and a brush, the Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, men's deodorant, toner, boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold everything. They even have a custom newspaper in the performance package filled with that serious sense of humor that I mentioned. You could just read it, or you can use it to make your post-grooming cleanup a breeze. The Lawnmower Trimmer and Weed Whacker feature advanced skin-safe technology to reduce the risk of grooming accidents, and they are even waterproof, which means you can clean them easily. Get 20% off and free shipping if you use the code GWB20 at manscaped.com. Once again, to get 20% off and free shipping with your performance package, head on over to manscaped.com and use GWB20 at checkout. When you support our sponsors, you're supporting the show. And big thank you to Manscaped for supporting the show. Let's move on and talk about the one that everybody has been talking about a lot. And I feel like I'm completely out of the loop on this game because I did not play the original Hollow Knight. My son has told me a thousand times that I should be playing it. I haven't played it because it looks too difficult. And I, boy, I just feel like if I play this, I'm going to get frustrated. Luckily, Hollow Knight Silk Song is a day one Game Pass game, just like most of the things that we're going to talk about today. And this game looks really, really good. I want to play the first one. You know what? I haven't even checked. I don't know if this game, uh, if the first one is available on Game Pass. But when this came up, we were all kind of watching this in our community Discord together. And people were like, yes, it's happening. It just looks so good. I love the art style. I love the animations that are happening in this. It's so pretty. And the hand-drawn aesthetic to it, it's not just that the sprites are hand-drawn, but like when they're moving, it looks like old-school animation, which I really, really like. Again, this game looks incredibly difficult, and I, I think that what will happen is I will play this game, and I won't be good enough. And because I'm not good enough, uh, I get killed, and then I don't finish it. But because it's included with Game Pass, the barrier to entry for me is extremely low. And I love that the barrier to entry is extremely low because that means that more people are going to be able to experience this game. And a lot of people who, like me, may have been turned off by the difficulty, at least they will give it a shot. And this is a thing that is so important about Game Pass 
is that it allows people to try games that they otherwise would not end up trying. Like a lot of people will look at Silk Song and they'll say, I'm not playing that because it's definitely going to be too hard for me. Uh, and they'll never try it. And there's inevitably going to be some people who would have never tried that game, who will try it because it's on Game Pass and they'll get hooked and they'll love it. And that's really, really awesome. That's another reason why Game Pass is so cool. Uh, this next one that I want to talk about, I'm not super excited for this, but I know that there's going to be a lot of people who are super excited for this. And that is Riot Games uh, stuff is now going to be available on Game Pass through PC and mobile. Uh, this means League of Legends, um, leads of League of Legends Wild Rift, Valorant, uh, Knights of Runeterra, and then there was one other that I just lost. Uh, and the, the cool thing about this is all of the characters that you would normally spend money on, they're all included. So in League of Legends, all champions are unlocked. In Wild Rift, all champions are unlocked. In Valorant, all agents are unlocked. In Legends of Runeterra, all foundations are unlocked. And in Teamfight Tactics, it says select little legends unlocked. I don't know what that means. But for most of this, that means that you're, you have the whole game and it is essentially like, it is essentially like the games that we used to have where you just buy the game and play the game. Only this time you are subscribing to the game, but it's unlocking everything for you. And I think that that's awesome. Now, these games are all very much focused on either the phone or on mouse and keyboard and that leaves me out. I'm not interested in playing those kind of games because I don't like games that are on the phone where my thumbs are in the way. I don't like games that are mouse and keyboard games because, you know, uh, about 10, 11, 12 years ago, I fell, I broke my elbow. Twisting my hand into WASD these days is kind of painful, so I just don't do it anymore. Uh, but there's going to be a lot of people who that was the biggest announcement for them. Lots of people are going to be very, very excited about that. I just happen to not be one of them. Speaking of things that I'm not super excited for, but I think a lot of people will be, and that is the official gameplay demo for uh, Forza Motorsport. Now, you might be thinking, wait a second, didn't Forza just come out last year? And up until last year, I was one of those people who was confused by this. There's actually two kinds of Forza. There's Forza Motorsport, which is a little more sim-like, and then there's Forza uh, Horizons, which is a little more arcadey. At least that's what people have explained it to me. If I got it wrong, let me know uh, either in the comments down below or at me on Twitter, whichever one is more convenient for you. Uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, check out the YouTube channel, by the way, youtube.com slash nerdnest. Uh, but uh, Forza Motorsport, uh, this, this official gameplay demo, I, I don't know that I've ever seen a game prettier than this. It is absolutely gorgeous absolutely unbelievably gorgeous this game is beautiful and uh when they showed this off i was looking i was like are you kidding me this is just so pretty and that was when it was a premiere which is only in hd now it's up to 1440p 60 oh i can actually go up to 21p uh 2160 or 4k it's just a beautiful game and i want to play this just because it's so pretty. And I've never really been a graphics snob. I'm definitely going to be trying this one out because, again, 
it's it's on Game Pass, so there's no reason for me not to. And it's not just about the graphics. They also have like dynamic time of day, so like they can change what time of day it is. I think that they have dynamic weather. Somebody in our community Discord mentioned something along the lines of as the cars are going around the the laps, like rubber will start sticking to the to the tarmac as you're driving or the road as you're driving. And then if it rains, it washes that stuff off, which is really, really cool. This game's beautiful. I can't wait to play it. Uh, They were talking about uh, ray tracing and how they were using ray tracing to have cars reflecting on other cars. This is one of the prettiest games that I have ever seen. They talked about the real-time uh, da- physics and damage that you can have in the cars where like right here, if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, you can see like the way that the paint is scraped on the side of the car is directional. So you can see how that uh, collision occurred. Of course, they also talked about all these in- individual blades of grass that were rendered and stuff and how pretty it was. But then I think, well, yeah, but you're driving by all this stuff at you know, 300 miles per hour or whatever, how can you see this stuff? And sure, like right now in the video, you can see that there's cars reflecting on other cars. It's just absolutely gorgeous and looks realistic. And I can't wait to get my hands on it. But when you're actually playing the game, does that matter? And, you know, I want to know what you guys think. Let me know. Does that matter? Does does all of those graphic things matter? Or are you driving Fat, so fast past all of these things that they just melt away and you don't get to see that stuff. I'm curious how everybody else feels about that. Speaking of Forza, a Forza that I'm more excited for, um, up until last year, I'd never played Forza. Uh, I played Forza Horizon 5 and I dumped a lot of hours into that game. I probably 25 hours, which when you're talking about a racing game that's not Mario Kart, for me, that is a lot of time. So when they showed this off, um, I got really, really excited because I've never played anything like, well, okay, I have played something like this, but I have not played this before. Apparently, in Forza Horizon 3, they had partnered up with Hot Wheels, and they're bringing it back where you have the cars from Hot Wheels and the crazy tracks from Hot Wheels as somebody who grew up in the 80s. I have extremely fond memories of those orange tracks where I remember I would like clamp it onto the bookshelf and twist everything down nice and tight. And then you would put the orange track onto that clamp and maybe build like a loop de loop and then send your cars down that this is, you know, before we had video games to play, that's how we played. And it was so cool. So seeing this, I was like, oh my God. And then to find out that it was apparently something in Forza Horizon 3 and it was really, really popular. This is going to pull me right back into Forza Horizon 5. That game is awesome. And being able to drive, this is very Mario Karty, which is right up my alley. I think that that this is going to be absolutely fantastic. Now, it did just say in really, really small print at the bottom. I'm going to let this uh, catch up real quick. Uh, where did it say it? Okay, the add-on requires Forza Horizon 5 games sold separately. Oh, okay, so this is an add-on. It's DLC. Is the DLC included with um, with Game Pass? 
Uh, it says Xbox Game Pass on it, so I'm going to assume that it is because, uh, well, it says included with the premium add-ons bundle. Oof, it's available July 19th, which is not all that far away. I am 100% looking forward to Hot Wheels, Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon 5. And if it does require uh, an, an additional purchase, I'm going to be making that purchase because it looks really, really fun. And I like that game a lot, even though I'm not, not very good at it. All right. I cannot tell you how many times that my son has asked me, when is Overwatch 2 coming out? And I keep having to tell him, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when it's coming out. It seems like it was announced forever ago. Blizzard is taking their sweet time. Um, if you had asked me, what is my favorite shooter of all time? I would say Doom Eternal. If you said, what is my favorite multiplayer shooter of all time? I would say Overwatch 1. I love Overwatch 1. The thing about Overwatch 1 that was so good is that there was a character there was a character there for everybody. Everybody had a character that they could identify with. Not only identify with, but that they could that, that whose gameplay suited them. And Honestly, I think everybody could find a couple of characters that really, really suited them, uh, either for their skill level or for their gameplay style. And because of that, Overwatch became incredibly popular. Now, Overwatch 2, we've been like Blizzard announced when they first announced it, they said, by the way, all of the maps in Overwatch 2 will go back to Overwatch 1 and you'll be able to play them. And we were like, that's a really weird way to upgrade. It's a good way to upgrade because that means you're not bifurcating the audience, splitting them in two. Uh, instead, you're keeping everybody together. And they said all heroes will go back. And the only difference is that it's going to be um, games that are uh, like the single player stuff is going to be in Overwatch 2. And if you want to play that, then you got to pay for it. Well, apparently not anymore because Overwatch 2 is... Now it's free to play. Not only is it free to play, but it is coming out this year. It's coming out October 4th. So I can finally tell my, well, I already told them, let's be honest. Um, it's coming out on October 4th. And I think there's a lot of people who are going to be very, very excited for this. Now, since Overwatch 1 had come out, like there's been a lot of stuff that has surfaced, or maybe I've finally been paying close enough attention to find out about this stuff, but there's been a lot of things that blizzard has been known for and it's not good stuff and i have not played i didn't play diablo 2 remake even though i really really love the diablo series uh, i have not played overwatch since will this get me to play it it's not like i've boycotted uh blizzard games i just haven't been playing them and i haven't been playing them because i, I don't like the idea of giving them money with Microsoft buying uh, Blizzard and Activision, uh, I feel like maybe the management, uh, that kind of stuff is going to be better than it has been recently. And so maybe Overwatch 2 is something that I'll be playing. I, I don't know that I can make that decision. All I can say is that I don't fault anybody who want to completely boycott Blizzard stuff or or Ubisoft stuff for that matter. But I also don't fault anybody who doesn't want to, to do that. And the reason why is because there are people who work really hard on making these games. 
And, you know, if we don't buy, if nobody buys these games because we're boycotting Blizzard because we don't like the way that the management is behaving, sure, we're punishing the management, but we're also, we're also punishing the people who work hard on these games. These people work hard on these games. They will lose their jobs if the games don't sell. So if you buy the game, I'm not faulting you. If you don't buy the game, I'm not faulting you. It, there, there's, a, there's a little bit of nuance there, and I think it's okay to have nuance. Um, anyway, moving on. This one surprised a lot of people. I'm not even quite sure what kind of game it was. I was actually out of the room when people showed or when it was showed off, and then people to- told me that it was an action strategy game. In fact, it says right here that it, it says, Discover the Mysteries of Minecraft Legends. Our upcoming action strategy game, explore a familiar yet mysterious land full of diverse life, lush biomes, and rich resources. But in this paradise on the brink of, but this paradise is on the brink of destruction. The piglins have arrived and they're threatening to to corrupt and it cuts off there. So I don't know what else they have to say. Um, Well, let me scroll down and show more. Threatening to corrupt the overworld. Uh, inspire unexpected friends to form valuable alliances and lead them in strategic battles to protect their home. Listen, Minecraft is awesome. Minecraft is not awesome because it's a really, really good intellectual property. It's awesome because you can go into this world and do whatever you want. However, the 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 spinoff games that we've seen from Minecraft have been really good. Like, there was one that, I think it was Telltale that did it, where they had like... I can never remember the guy's name. Some of you will be shouting at your phones, this guy's name. I can't remember his name. He did the voice acting for the game. And it was Minecraft story mode or something like that. It was really, really good. It was awesome. My son loved that game. And I even, when I was playing it, I laughed. I I had a lot of moments that that I found to be funny. Uh, Then there was the uh, Diablo-style game that was based in Minecraft. Minecraft... I can't remember dungeons, Minecraft dungeons. Uh, and that was really fun. Now we have a third person action game with strategy almost looks like a MOBA. It's called Minecraft legends. I think overall it looks interesting. It's not coming out until next year, but I think it looks really good. And, uh, I, I do trust Mojang to do a good job with that. Microsoft of course owns them, but I think it looks good. Another game that I was out of the room for didn't get to see, uh, when it first came up, uh, but uh, ended up catching the very tail end of it was Lightyear Frontier. They say, welcome to the frontier. Uh, begin your new life on a strange and beautiful planet and build up your homestead, arriving early access spring 2023. Essentially, you are a person inside a robot suit. I love the art style. The art style is very, um, not art style, the 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 design, not the art style, the design of the the uh, robot that you're walking around in, feels like a 1970s truck, which is really really cool. But anyway, you're in this this robot and you're going around and you're building a farm. And you know, speaking of Minecraft, one of my favorite things about Minecraft was farming. I would. I would go out and I would find all the different crops and I would build a little farm and then I would go out and I would find all of the different animals and I would, you know, tempt them back to my farm. 
uh, with whatever it is that, you know, like seeds for the chickens or carrots for the pigs or whatever. And I would tempt them back to my farm and build little pens for them to be in. This looks awesome. And it's multiplayer. And it's got like this, I don't know, uh, front, uh, not frontier. What's the word I'm looking for? This futuristic uh, robots, uh, robots suits that you wear. Very, very compelling stuff. I think that that looks looks like it's going to be a, like a lot of fun. All right. Diablo 4. Speaking of Blizzard, Diablo 4 looks, oh my God. God, it looks so pretty. Like they have nailed the graphics for this and they nailed the the end game where basically you could just keep playing this game forever. Everything from the video that they showed was captured on an Xbox Series S. X, sorry, X. And it looks absolutely gorgeous. Diablo 3, I know it was not the most popular Diablo game. I bought that game three times for me, three times for my son. We played it on PC. We played through it again on PlayStation. We played through it again on Switch. I bought bought that game six times. I'm sure that I will do the same for Diablo 4. Again, like I said before about Blizzard games, you can make that decision for yourself. I have not been playing Diablo games, but I am not, or um, Blizzard games, but I am not actively boycotting them. I'm just, I'm waiting until I feel okay. Um boy, the character creation stuff in this looks awesome. You're going to be able to make your character look exactly the way you want. They showed off a new class, the Necromancer. Well, I mean, it's not a new class, but it's a new class in this game. So they've got the Necromancer, the Wizard, the Barbarian, um, the... I can't remember the other two. Um, It doesn't matter. Uh, They've got a few classes in it. And boy, this feels very, very inspired by massively multiplayer games it does have an open world and there's you're going to be playing with a bunch of other people but it's gorgeous and um i i just i love diablo i think they said there's over 150 different dungeons in this game and it doesn't matter where you go like you're going to find a challenge no matter which part of the world you're going to which i really really like when when they made the transition from mouse and keyboard gameplay to controller, I would have said originally, no way that they can make that work. They made it work. They made it work so well that I will never play a Diablo game again, unless it's with a controller. And I cannot wait to play this on my Xbox. I think it's going to be fantastic. Oh man, like right now they just had like this, fire snake come out of the ground attacking enemies and stuff it just looks so beautiful this game the same is going to suck up all of my time and i cannot wait for it it's going to be awesome all right moving on to um uh, another game that we had not heard of this was a at least i hadn't heard of this was a surprise to me it's this weird Boy, the art style for this is incredibly unique. And I would have said, well, this is a hard pass for me, just based on what they showed. But then they said, well, actually, this is a multiplayer game. And it's a multiplayer game where it's very much like a storybook, where where you're seeing the things happen online or on the screen, but you're not really completely in control 
but then you make decisions. Well, this can be played with up to eight other people. And when they said that, I was like, how does that work with a game that's like this? This is, if you're watching the video version of the show, this is actual gameplay footage. This is not a cutscene. This is how the game plays, apparently. And playing it with eight players, I'm very confused how that's going to work. So I am intrigued by this game. I think it looks really cool. It's called As Dusk Falls. And they showed off a bunch of different like uh, decision trees that you can go through. And all of your decisions matter. But how does, how do you make those decisions as a group? You know, that's a really, really interesting thing. I can't wait to find out more about As Dusk Falls. I think that it looks really interesting to me. All right. The Big Kahuna, the one that most people were tuning in for. They said at the very beginning, the most anticipated RPG of the last 20 years. Okay, let's calm down, people. In my opinion, the most anticipated RPG in the last whatever years is going to be Elder Scrolls Six. So I was thinking maybe it's going to be Elder Scrolls Six, but no, it was Starfield. And we're going to see what, what Starfield has in store. And I've seen a lot of people saying, well, it just looks like Fallout in space. What's wrong with that? I don't, I don't see a problem. Um, Fallout in space sounds really cool to me, especially with um, like you've got jetpacks. You've got uh, what else did I write down about this as I was watching it? Um, you've got a very super minimalistic UI, which I like a lot. The lock picking mechanic looked really cool. Uh, the environments look very much not Earth-like, which I like that a lot. Uh, you've got like the jump jets, so you can like jump, turn on your jump jets and kind of like fly forward real quick and then land. Uh, I thought all of that stuff looked cool, but then you can build your own towns. You can build your own spaceships, and then you can take those spaceships and this is just crazy. You take your own spaceships and then you fly out into like I'm showing people right now. If you're watching the video version, you fly out into space with the spaceship that you just built. And you have like um, space combat mechanics where you are like in the cockpit flying around shooting at other ships. It just seems crazy to me. And the idea of playing Fallout in space that is not a bad thing if you are talking to me. I think it just looks awesome, and I love the jump jets. There's going to be a lot to unpack here. Look, this game could be amazing, or it could be a huge flop. And there's no way for us to know ahead of time. So I'm going to reserve judgment, and the cool thing about it is, sure, it might not be all that it's crack up, cracked up to be, but it's on Game Pass, and so I've already paid for it. So I may as well give it a shot. Uh, I think the con the gunplay looks pretty good too, uh, especially using those jump jump jets to move really quickly through the environments. I think that looks awesome. Anyway, those are the things that jumped out to me at my. Oh gosh, I almost forgot, and I didn't I didn't uh, get this loaded up for for the video show. Uh, but Persona, Persona Three Portable, Persona Four Golden, and Persona Five Royal are all coming to Game Pass which is awesome. I, I don't know if I'm going to play them because personally, 
like I work in a high school, the idea of playing a game that's set in a high school, not really something that I want to do in my off time, but there's a lot of people who want to play these games and they don't have a PlayStation. They don't have these old older systems in order to play them. So it's great that they're coming to Game Pass. Somebody uh, sent me a message earlier that they're also coming to PlayStation, which I think is great. But having them on Game Pass means that I can try them without having to buy them. And that's awesome. Anyway, that's my overall thoughts on the Xbox showcase. I thought I think I I think that Microsoft just knocked it out of the park and I'm super happy to have an Xbox on my desk. I think that there's a lot of people there was something in that thing for everybody and for me there was like 10 things that were awesome and I didn't talk about everything that they showed. What were the things that stood out the most to you? Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comments section down below or at me on Twitter. If you first and if it's your first time here, please subscribe. Thanks for watching. I'll see you guys next time. Stay awesome, everybody.